Here's your hosts, Terry Cannell Beck and Randy Blake. That's right. Good morning, Randy. Good morning. How y'all doing today? Good. It's a good Saturday morning. All about home construction. It's not raining, though. It's not. Overcast, but no rain. So uh, we'll take that. High winds, unfortunately. Yeah, but, you know, that's just kind of the way it rolls here in the high country. Well, Lois, did you enjoy your tickets to Merle Fest last weekend? I hope she did. I heard it's a great time, and uh, I guess she got probably got a little wet. Probably got a lot of wet, <laughs> but uh, I know a lot of people had fun, and uh, they really enjoyed it, because I, I was talking to quite a few people that said it was worth going, even though it was, it was good. wet. That's all that so, matters. Uh, we hope Lois had a good time, and we appreciate her calling, and of course, all the other callers we had last week. I uh, really enjoyed that show. We, we appreciate all the listeners. Yes, thank you all. And uh, wouldn't, wouldn't have the show without people listening to it. And, uh, of course, we wouldn't have the show without our sponsors, Blue Ridge Energy Works and Farmers Rentals and Power Equipment. We appreciate those guys and uh, just helping out the local businesses. And, uh, of course, we kind of got off top topic a little bit. People were tur- turkey hunting and uh, decided not to come in. But uh, we changed some things up and, and got a little off topic. topic. But uh, we're trying to get back into our foundations that we were talking about previously. Uh, we've already talked about our masonry foundations, uh, some of the block work and stuff. And uh, we're going to... Code changes. And, that's right. And... Today we're having uh, Blue Ridge uh, Supplying Millworks as a supplier for Logic Systems. And we have Craig Niederbrock that is an installer. Uh, from what I understand, a certified installer. Preferred, too. Prefer- preferred mm-hmm. installer for the product. And this is all the, the uh, evolution of foundations that have changed since, I guess, well, you and me started in the business when we was young and speaking. Exactly. And uh, so I brought these two gentlemen to explain about their product, how to install it. You know, uh, it's even changed since I've seen it. Right. And it's just a, a different form of foundation that is going to help you more energy efficient in your home. And matter of fact, when I do my addition, I want one. Right. So tell well, us. Yeah, I was going to say, just what is Logix? What, what, what kind of system are we talking about here? Uh, Logix is an insulated concrete form system. Um, <clears throat> people like to s- compare it to uh, Legos. Uh, they're they're large blocks, you know, four foot by sixteen inches, and they vary in width depending on okay. your application. Um, but it kind of is uh, just as easy as stacking them around in in a in a big Lego fashion. Kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. They're they go up faster than your equivalent other walls okay um they're styrofoam on either side i guess that's the uh trademarked uh that's expanded polyurethane or expanded so see randy poly- all those years you're telling your son to stop playing with legos <laughs> get to work he, he could have could have continued well yeah that's true <laughs> uh but on this this form they the the styrofoam comes in different thicknesses doesn't it well the styrofoam or the uh, expanded polystyrene is uh, the same. It's two and three quarters thick on the outside and on the inside. Um, the only variance would be the cavity on the inside. Okay. So we have a four inch cavity block. You fill that solid with concrete all the way around. Uh, and then we have a six and a quarter, an eight, a 10, and even a 12 inch block. For, for each one for different applications. Right. Correct, yep. And uh, that is all designed by the Logics in- engineers. Right. There is an engineering uh, in the book. They do a lot of the engineering for us. Because it'd be a lot wider against backfill oh, yeah. wall than it would be a wall definitely unlike a, a block wall it'd be 12 inches all the way around and that's uh, one of the uh, other good things about logics versus some of the other insulated concrete form companies 
is uh, we have an in-house engineer, right. and all of our books are stamped. Our engineering pages are stamped by our, our very own engineer, so it supersedes any local code, uh, so it doesn't fall on the local inspector to say, here's what your steel schedule is going to be for this application. Right. And, yeah. Uh, so. Well, then, when they first started out, one thing that uh, you had to tie your steel inside the foundation. Right as you went up and that was a little tough from time to yeah. time especially if they wanted one ever run and then it's evolved now you can lap them back and forth and right. you don't tie your steel on logics and okay big thing about logics is if you have steel touching steel you've created a shear point yeah so and you've got it sticking you want your concrete to come around your steel it makes it a lot stronger okay right? yeah they call that a non-contact bypass splice yeah, where well, we still still have to tie steel together in foundations. Okay. Or, you and know, in, in footers and stuff. Right. The, the block uh, actually has, um, it's hard to explain over the radio, but um, there's webbing that connects each side of the block. And um, there's little slots inside this webbing to hold the steel in place. So when you drop the steel in place, the horizontal steel, it falls right into all these little uh, web ribs and holds it up and it holds right. it up in the block and it also holds it apart from touching each other okay and then when you drop the vertical steel in then you you weave it down through it even though the wall may be 12 feet tall you can actually drop the steel through and kind of weave it through the uh, horizontal, horizontal block to right. make like a, a waffle pattern if you okay. will and again and then you fill up with concrete around that. yes yeah you fill it entirely full with concrete yeah, yeah. So it's a pretty solid wall. I mean, once once everything gets down. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, extremely solid. Yeah. If you can imagine a poured wall foundation um, that has three inch, almost two, well, two and three quarters inches of styrofoam or expanded polystyrene on the outside on the and on the inside, okay. um, that's essentially what it is. Sure. But you don't require the giant braces and the giant yeah. forms and, and that stuff. I mean, I can tell you, you know, years and years ago, uh, when I was still in high school, I was actually helping my uncle, who uh, lives up in Virginia, who was building a, a basement, and he poured, he's, he's a concrete uh, finisher, so he poured a basement, and I'm, I want to say 10 or 12 inches thick, but right. I can remember, you know, the big braces and the, the huge headache, and we had to pour sections at a time, and you know, to get everything braced up, and uh, I just remember all the work that went into before you even got to, yeah, before you even got to pour. He mm -hmm. probably did plywood forms. Yep. So that's the reason yep. we had to put whalers and everything else exactly. on it. So yep. and the bracing, the same way we did when we was kids. Right. Uh, now, the contact points of this product is it similar to block itself, like ever two foot, ever four foot, where you have to have upward rebar coming in? It depends a lot on your unbalanced backfield. Yeah, yeah. it in, it uh, <clears throat> the engineering that we are provided with from the company states that we can't have more than four foot on center distance. So in the least amount possible, we would have a vertical steel of every four inches or every four feet. Right. And then it gets more and more uh, tight based on your unbalanced backfill, the height of the wall, whatnot. Whole nine yards. Yeah, and then uh, our horizontal steel is the same every time. It, the bottom two courses have to have horizontal steel, and then it goes every other course, so every 32 inches on center. You have a and horizontal then, front. And then the top two courses need it, so. Okay, so basically just like block, bond beam around the top. Now, when you drop this uh, vertical steel steel down, 
does it have to touch the steel the uprising steel down below or does it no we no. we use a uh, doweling in system so we'll drill holes in the uh, footer where we determine that the steel needs to be and then we epoxy them in um, <clears throat> so uh, if you can imagine a four foot block having being separated into eight inch cavities with these black or these webs that tie the uh, outside and the inside EPS together um, so that makes a little a cell that's eight inches wide uh, when you drop the steel all you need to do is make sure that it stays in that same cell Sail, right. as that, the dowel that, is in. as the dowel is okay right. so it doesn't have to be tight right because no. I know in the past I've seen some wild things oh yeah <laughs> uh, you know I've seen a, an engineer he, he put inch and a half PVC pipes over every one of his about two inches so when you threaded that rebar down it, it caught in that cup <laughs> oh wow so, you know so it they were all together yeah right and uh but people don't realize the sheer strength of a grade 60 rebar, rebar sticking right. a foot out of concrete you right. know and it the sheer it's just a lot of holding power yeah, there is a lot right that it has so of course you're listening all about home construction here and we're talking about the logic systems and uh blue ridge uh, supply and millwork in here, and of course you're the local distributor as well. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a couple here product. in the county. There's okay, two here in the county. And uh, if you got a question or want to want to ask any questions or concerns, comments, give us a call two six two one five six seven. We'll put you right on the air. And uh, so yeah, I mean it's kind of an interesting product, and I guess it has a lot of other applications, or the application has a lot of other uh, benefits as well. Sure. Um, you were you were talking about um. The, the actual you know soundproofing I guess yeah uh, amazing and our value our value that yeah stress that enough our um, value and, and that's something Randy I think we we've talked about you know with uh, with all with with our beginning of our, of our show where we're talking um you know housing efficiency <clears throat> and and, and uh, energy with as far as uh, insulation and things and th- this kind of ties in with that as well even though we're we're, we're talking about the foundation um, the, again it's, it's quite a big R value in that yes uh, I want to go back to the part of the show last week that we didn't get to touch on and in the early 90s there was a, a construction company in Chicago that were building energy efficient homes and there was no masonry products in the house at all the foundation was plywood treated plywood eight inches wide and two foot high the footer was gravel well the heat law he advertised these homes that he could heat that home for $250 a year because there was no heat loss from the masonry product that touched the framing because it thermal break basically right. yep. the coal sucks sucks it out and so the same way with our regular block you know if you don't insulate your house right to give you an example my house built in 1964 it has a hollow cavity wall well Part of it's in the ground, part of it's not. The part that's not in the ground, it's cold in my basement because the cold comes right through it. Now with the styrofoam walls, the logic system, we have what, two and three quarter on one side. Both sides. Yes, mm-hmm. then we have concrete, and then we have two and three quarters. So we actually have the, the thermal break on the concrete. Right. We're also now capturing the heat from the ground itself to 57 degrees into the block which is now a thermal base right. to help you know keep your house warm. And then it's contained in the other side of the wall. So that's part of the scientific part of it. So. And speaking on the, the R value of, of what you're referring to there, 
um, the product advertisements uh, will say that the wall is R24 because that's all we can we can legally say it's R12 on the outside, R12 on the inside, inside. and an air cavity in between because you can't. Um, I can vouch for like it being the concrete <laughs> sure. being placed correctly and not air pockets and stuff. Um, but the company has done the testing, and uh, with our uh, the six and a quarter inch block is our most common block. When you compile the R12 and the R12 plus the thermal base that you're talking about, which would be the concrete, that all together is R55, and we have all the engineering to to support that our wall is an R55. Um, and it's about an R62 when you move up to the 8-inch eight eight block. Inch, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it increases. Right. Yes, it is more cost, but it is more energy efficient. But the so. state is finally letting us recognize. The, the density of the concrete. Exactly, finally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Just like the density of the walls in a log cabin. Right. Because, you know, the R value of wood is only one, one per right. inch. Mm-hmm. In a six-and-a-half-inch right. wall, right. the R value is not much, but the density slows the cold down. So. And that's just ways of looking at it. We're going to take our first break. Listen all about home construction. Good morning. That's right. You listen all about home construction. And, of course, we could thank, thank our sponsors, Blue Ridge Energy Works and Farmers Rentals and Power Equipment. And if you guys have a call, question, or concern, uh, give us a call, 262-1567, and we'll put you on the air. And, uh, of course, we're talking with uh, Blue Ridge Supply and Millwork about their logic system that they carry. And uh, we, we appreciate both of you guys coming in. Um, so, Randy, going back into the, some of the foundation uh, topic, you know, so many times when we're talking about this product, you see pictures on your website and things, uh, you see big basements. Um, and, and I guess it's a great application. You know, we were talking uh, before about the R value. And, you know, you really you think about if you're finishing a basement, you know, that's a big deal because um, you want a cozy little basement or you know, room in, yeah. in the basement um, but this product can also be used for crawl spaces as well that's correct it, it, what would be the advantage i guess of, of using this system in, in say a crawl space you know over the over the, the block the traditional center block sure i think uh in the mountains here our land shifts a lot more than other places does or do and the um a cinder block wall would <clears throat> only require that we have a bond beam at the top so there's still a lot of movement, and as a matter of fact, my house is um, about 11 years old, and uh, there's, I've got two-inch splits in my foundation. Um, <clears throat> now, had I known about the, the logic system back then, uh, I definitely would have done it, because there's a, uh, uh, you know, the product is a little more than, than a standard block wall, but the benefits aren't really totally realized unless you're finishing the basement however if you're in a spot like my house is if i would have had my house sitting on a, a solid poured wall system like the logics is um, i wouldn't have these splits because essentially the whole crawl space is a giant bond beam you it's know? all supported correct right right solid port at one time in addition to that um the wall alone with just the R12 and the R12 not including the thermal mass that we talked about before equaling out to R55 for the six and a quarter inch block. But um, that's R24. Okay. That's that's higher than the R19 right. that's required to put in your your floor. So if I would have had uh, built my foundation or my crawl space out of the logics, I wouldn't have needed to even insulate the floor 
okay. in, in my house. So there you are again. You're you're saving on that end exactly. as well. Right. Not only on the the uh, the cost of the product, but the labor. I mean, anyone's ever crawled underneath a crawl space and mess with insulation, right? That's, Land that's, that's worth a lot right there. there. Well, there is a trade off with the product. See, versus block versus it, because like getting back into basements, you don't have to frame your walls up. I mean, uh, this product, drywall, TNG, paneling, anything will attach to it. We've got a display set up at the store, and we've got anything from poplar bark to drywall to cedar already applied to it. Ah. It's a neat display. Uh, It's the ease. Like I said, what, a class in in a box, four or five hours, we can have you stacking some blocks, couldn't we? Uh, pro- <laughs> probably in a in a box in, in a, a box. box, you know. Oh yeah, you're talking about a simple square, yeah, uh, rectangle home. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I've done several jobs where um, I'm hired to just come out and and guide homeowners. Okay, they uh, they find it romantic that it seems like they could build their house out of Legos, and um, a little you know, bit of sweat equity there, right? Right. right. Exactly. And so I'll just come out maybe the first two days. Uh, or even just a day, and then uh, before they're ready for concrete, they'll call me back out, and uh, we'll make sure that everything's you know correct. And, uh, That's actually, I mean, it's, there's some some big benefit to that. I mean, appeal to that as well. Sure. I, I can yeah. definitely see that. Um, well, it's it's all for energy. You oh, got yeah. you got strength. You got energy. Uh, I know when the product first came out. Well, the other day I seen first time I ever seen any lathing nailed on with an air gun right it used to be all the lathing had to be put on with the screws right and nobody on the market had a screw head big enough to cover the the diamond in the lathing so then that frustrated me when right. I, I looked at it and then i'm going wow an air gun that you know and then now it, it's all the evolution has changed in the right. last 15 years on the products so. right and it's all getting you know easier now do we still have to cut a gap in the block somewhere to, or to, to show the inspector that the concrete goes all the way to the floor or whatever? No, there's never been a, an experience of mine to have an inspector. Because I know they used to have have you cut a section out so they can look at it to make yeah. sure that it was... Well, there's a distinct noise. Uh, as we're placing concrete in the wall, I'm walking around kind of banging on uh, the areas that we're placing the concrete in. And um, there's a very big difference between where there's concrete and where there's not. Uh, it's uh, like bong versus thump. Uh, yeah. So you can tell just by banging if there's any kind of air gap in there. So if a homeowner wanted to do it itself, it'd be worth his while to put plasticizer in his concrete. Yeah. Yeah, that way it would it'd just run on through. Right. So. Well, I mean, you have to be careful with, with the slump of the concrete and stuff too. Like uh, if you've done a, if a homeowner's done a poor job or someone else has been, done a poor job, uh, bracing or violating some of the golden rules of using the, the system. Um, the wetter the concrete, obviously, the more hydraulic pressure it creates. Yep. Um, and, you know, you can blow something out pretty quick. So um, there's a trade-off. You don't want to run it too wet because uh, it's not recommended, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's what plasticizer does is make it slick. It doesn't, it right. doesn't you don't, you can take a six, seven slump mad plasticizer and then it acts like a four, but it, the minute it st- falls, it starts to dry. Right, right. You know, it's gone. The plasticizer's actually, I believe the time they mix it, it's gone in 45 minutes right. in the truck. So what about your footers now? Now, uh, 
I have a bad habit when we put our footers in. I want to try them flat. And I want them level. No. It's a good rule. You know, I just, <laughs> it's a good rule. It just helps out all the way around. Because I've been on them. I wonder why Randy's house was sloping a little bit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, but I know I've been on jobs where they've, they've uh, put the footers in, they've taken a rake, and they've got one-inch humps all through the footer, right. you know, because of the rake. When they push the rake down, they level it, and they go on. Now, that adds a whole different scenario to your block, doesn't it? Well, uh, actually, I prefer the rake. Um, Do you over the slate? Right. Um, and it would be great if people could get their footers within a half inch or something. Um, and in practice, that's not a reality. Um, the, what the rake does is it creates uh, pits and valleys, you know, peaks and valleys, rather. And when we bond the – what we'll do is we'll build the house around in a circle or, you know, in, in, in its finished form uh, two blocks high. And so what we wound up doing is we actually glue the uh, ICF down to the footer. So if we have peaks and valleys, it, it makes kind of like a claw. Yeah, you're, you're getting like a, a physical uh, bond right. as well as the mechanical. We're, right. We're not actually just relying on the adhesive properties of the foam to bond to a, a smooth glass troweled uh, footer. Well, so that actually works better. In that would save a few dollars yeah. there. And that's, I mean, that's kind of the same principle. If you put finish on a piece of wood, you know, you sand it. That's, I mean, it's on a different level, right. but you're, you know, you're sanding it, it's roughing it up to, to get that mechanical bond as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it makes sense. I could, I could see that, Randy. You, well, you did it wrong. Sorry. Well, that's for block. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's how I would have done it if I did one of those. So. Yeah. Right, because if you can imagine, uh, you know, a three-inch hose pumping concrete down into a hollow wall you know there's a lot of shifting back and forth just from the glug 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 and and the more bond we have between the expanding foam that we use out of the gun um, to stop the wall from having the potential to move the better well let's let's talk about that a minute um you know as far as actually pouring the, the concrete into it say you're here in the mountains i mean you one side of you know the basement may be the wall may be 10 feet tall. The other side may be 20 feet tall, you know. Yeah. Um, is there a certain point, you know, where you need to do it in stages? Or, yeah. or can you just pretty much frame up the whole basement and, and support all at once? Uh, you would never want to put the, the hose in one area and just kind of fill it until it's full. Uh, we typically will go around the uh, the wall as many times as possible in four-foot lifts. Okay. Um, and... Uh, there are certain things like uh, at the bulkheads and steps, and sometimes we have areas where we have to leave a hole in the um, in the styrofoam. So um, what we'll wind up doing is is running the concrete maybe a little thicker, you know, jugging up those spots, and then loosening up the concrete in the truck, and then pumping. And by the time we start to go around at that point, then you know those globs or those bulkheads or wherever have had time to stiffen even more. And but then, but in terms of yeah. days, I mean, you, it's all pretty much done the same same time. Yeah, yeah, we've done twenty six foot. Okay. in a day. Because yeah, you know, I mean, that would be my concern going into it. You know, is it may take. You know, do you have to wait for the concrete to dry and then put the next layer on? You know, it could yeah. be days if, if you start adding that. Yeah, up, ideally, so. you don't want any cold joints anywhere. Um, but there's, you know, there's no code violation. Sure. Or there, there's no product violation if you need to do that. But I, I mean, but I guess with the way your system is, it'll support it all, and you can kind of, you, you, get, you can yeah, do it all in one again, day. Again, you never want to, yeah. you never want to really go past a four-foot lift, right. you know, because by the time you get around back to it, 
maybe it's been sitting for 45 minutes sure. or two hours or however big the project is, and it has time to uh, stiffen up, you know. Yeah, and it's creating its own heat. Right. Now, uh, are you using 3,500-pound concrete, 4,000-pound, or is that specified in your... Yeah, we really only need to use 2,500 pound, but most of the stuff that they mix up is 3,000. You know, we yeah. have to use, well, depending on the block, if it's a four inch or a six and a quarter inch block, then we have to use the three eighths aggregate. Um, and when they use the three eighths aggregate, they usually makes it a little stronger. Um, and then the bigger walls, we can use the three quarter aggregate stone. And then they just, you know, but again, oh, another uh, point about the block is it's the ideal setting situation for concrete. Uh, when concrete is tested, it's to the worst case scenario. Yeah. Uh, whereas um, sitting between two 12, R12 uh, panels in the uh, logic system, concrete has it's not affected by the cold. We pour below freezing. We'll pour walls uh, with with no issues. Um, Eighty nine, ninety five. You know, I mean, there's degrees. It's not a, a problem either because the <clears throat> the styrofoam or the EPS protects from external uh, heat and cold, and then it also keeps its uh, chemically generated heat from escaping. Huh. Yeah, so, so it's, it makes sense. it's, yeah. it's an ideal right. situation for a concrete to cure out. That, that's a big deal here in the high country when you're middle of winter. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, that's the hardest part of us building here. So. It's, yeah, that's the toughest part. The weather. Yeah. Getting the footers in and... And, and it, it takes, well, this winter's been just one of those winters. Yes, yeah. or we couldn't pour. Yeah. Or I've not been able to pour. I didn't feel confident with pouring. Right. And because of busting and stuff. You know, I was, you know, we we put a footer in, I guess, in January. I've never started a house now unless it's in January. Right. I don't know what, what happens. But, <laughs> uh, we poured the footers in. We got, we got a couple of days there where the weather got warm, and we poured them. We put hay on top of them. Nobody ever heard about blankets, and uh, then we put plastic on top of that, and come back next day, took it off, and I had a cracking, yep. and come to find out it was because I had one section of the footer a little deeper than the next section, so the, the one section cured faster than the deeper section, section right. and it caused a, a heat crack, is what I was told. So. But there are ways to protect our footers up oh, yeah. here, and that was one way that I did. Well, that's the way my father always done it. And uh, well, most people don't think about it, but a straw bales are thirty-five. Right. Okay. Uh, back in the day, you know, who could afford the blankets? Yeah. <laughs> so right. we went with straw. Right. <laughs> and uh, but it, it worked, and uh, I mean, it's a, it's a good house today. I, I'm a firm believer in a good foundation. No matter what it is, it all starts with a footer. Oh yes. And if the footer's not correct. Well, your product and Portwall's product will hide a lot more flaws. Sure. They compensate a lot for any kind and, of and block. Pour. You know, right. you know the codes in block have evolved. You know, not I hate to bring block back, but you know they used to want us to pour every fourth cell, uh, or they want us to pour corners first. Then they want us to pour every fourth cell. Well, it just the expansion contract of concrete in the wall versus a hollow core wall. Like you're talking about your bond beam. So your bond beam expands at a different rate than the, the block itself. So and that could be causing a lot of problems and cracks in foundations. And where I started seeing it the most was in stucco. Because the block moved, or the stucco moved faster than the, 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 the poured wall. Right. 
versus the hollow wall. And everywhere at the four-foot section, I've seen spider cracks yep. in it. But, the, I mean, this would be one solid wall that, you, that you're done with, so you're going to have less of that. Yeah, it, it shouldn't um, see any at right. all because uh, it's all uniform yeah. all the way through. Could you put a stucco finish on, on your system? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Peanut sells a product called Permalath. And uh, most of the folks think of lath as those, uh, you know, two foot right. by eight foot sheets of uh, finger slicers. Um, this is a, a fiberglass woven sheet, uh, good like a netting type of thing, and it comes in a 487 square foot the roll. roll. Right. Um, it's a fraction of the cost of the metal stuff, and this is what Randy was talking about earlier, like uh, using the air gun to fasten this sure. stuff. So you just roll it out. And then we staple that on, and then you just put a scratch coat on that, and then whatever finished coat you want. If you want to stucco over that scratch coat, you can do that. If you want brick, you can do that. If you want um, stone, you can do that. So you're not limited with your product. Even though you're adding that insulation to the outside, you're not limited to, or the panel, right. uh, you're not limited to. Right. We to have a display in. set up that Craig actually done, okay. and uh, it looks real good. Stop by and see it. And, of course, that's uh, Blue Ridge Supply Mill Work, and we're talking about their logic system. Give us a call at 262-1567. And uh, if you have a question, that's right. We would like to put you on the air, ready for that. Um, what about plumbing? You know, say I want to have a, a, a spigot on the outside. Is that something I need to think about beforehand uh, in, in building the system? I mean, is there ways around that? Uh, it depends on where the the lines coming from, but uh, ideally, we do like to know where things are ahead of time because. Um, if you imagine the penetrations for your um, main line and your electrical and stuff uh, coming below grade, then we need to know, and, and we'll put a, a six-inch sleeve. Right. Um, and all we'll do is just cut a six-inch hole um, and cram a, a chunk of six-inch PVC through there, and then you know the concrete consolidates around that, exactly. and then you've got a finished hole there or whatever size you need. Um, if you want an after-the-fact, uh, a core drill goes through it, you know, fine. Uh, we've done penetrations after the fact as well I imagine it's a lot easier at first yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah anyone that's ever ever put a drill bit into concrete knows that uh it's a little easier well yeah if you if you notice right away that the right. mistakes have been made and the concrete is green uh it's a lot easier than two months down the road <laughs> when when it's fully cured yeah after 27 days exactly and i would imagine the same would be you know if electrical panels if you need to go in the house or, or you know things like that mm-hmm uh, would you lose any R value with that? With that, or so, if you, the way you mentioned, if you do it with, from the start, I guess you're going to have that pipe yeah. originally. Typically, when we put a penetration through, we tilt it down on the outside. So if there's uh, if it's backfilled, um, you're not having moisture wanting to work through and you know run into the house right. at that. So we purposely cock it outward a little bit, and then once the um, you know, let's say it's a water line is run through right. or something. We'll fill that that whole chamber full of because if we're using a six and a quarter inch block, it's eleven and three quarters thick okay. overall. So we'll fill that whole chamber full of expanding foam, so we don't lose much. Right. You know, but uh, they're not. Yeah, not enough to really consider to even notice really yeah. in the right. product. So, well, that's a good thing because anything you do can be fixed with a foam gun. Exactly. Right. And. uh and I know here in the mountains it's primarily foundations, but I've also seen off the mountain total homes built out of. So they even have ledgers for your floor joists. Right. Uh, and I've even seen foams, roof, and decks, you mm-hmm. know, to pour concrete on. So, I mean, it's, 
These, these foam products have come a long way in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, the uh, Habitat for Humanity homes in Watauga County, uh, the three that have been, are, two are complete, one is under construction right now, have been made out of uh, energy-efficient uh, Logix brand insulated concrete forms. The, the walls and everything for the homes? Yeah. The first one was um, the, the main foundation and, and basement area and then SIPS panels up above in the main living. And then the second one was um, all the way up to the roof line with uh, Logix. And then the third one now that's under construction is all the way up to the roof as well. And they're using those um, choice, or the hangar system that you're talking about for the floor system inside. Well, and that, that's two stories. That would definitely be a, an energy efficient. That's right. We're going to take a break. Listen all about home construction. Good morning. Thanks for listening. That's right. You're listening all about home construction right here on AM 1450 WATA, News Talk 1200 WXIT. And, uh, well, guys, we're talking about the logic system from Blue Ridge uh, Supply and Millwork. And we actually have a caller on the air. So, uh, good morning, John. How are you, buddy? Doing just fine. How are you guys we're doing? We're doing good. Today? We appreciate you calling. Yeah, I've got a question for those guys with the logic set. What kind of foundation do you have to have to put those logics on? <laughs> uh, I'm not understanding your question. The uh, you're you're asking what kind of foundation do we have to have to put the? Yes, can you just go ahead and put them on a flat foundation, or do you can you put them with step downs, or you know what's the best way to put them down? Oh, you're asking about the footers. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, there can be any. Uh, there can be any uh, bulkhead combinations of steps and corners involved. Oh, okay. And uh, who'd you say to go see at Blue Ridge Supply? Was it, uh, what's his name? Tracy. Pee-wee? Yes, uh, you can talk to Tracy or Peanut at uh, Blue Ridge Supply. Okay. Um, Mr. Blake. Yes, sir. How are you doing this morning? Good, yourself? Good, doing just fine. Do you install the logic blocks also? I've only did one project with them, and I've not had the opportunity yet. But one of these days, I'd like to learn. Yeah, the Logix is a pretty good thing system going right now. Uh, Mr. Peanut. Yes, sir. How are you this morning? Fine, sir. How are you? Doing just fine. Uh, what's your role in the Logix block, sir? We're basically a supplier. Uh, come by, we'll uh, do an estimate for you and try to get you hooked up with Mr. Niederbrock. What kind of prices do you have on those? They vary. Uh, they just vary from 4-inch, 6-inch, 8-inch, 10-inch, and 12-inch. Like I said, it varies. Due to the engineering. Due to the engineering, correct. Amount of steel, amount of concrete. Yeah, they've got two types of block rock. They've got Preventol, and they've just got regular block. What's right. the difference between those? Well, the white block's just a, a white block, and uh, the Platinum Series has a Preventol added to it. It's a bug retardant. What exactly is the Preventol? It's a bug retardant. Uh, it'll help basically, I'm not saying you'll have to not call Terminex, but I mean, I don't know how the code is now. Do you still have to spray on them, Craig? You still have to spray. Homeowners can do that, right. or you can call uh, right. A1 or Terminex. Okay, well, fellas, I really do appreciate y'all's time, and y'all were doing a good job on the radio this morning. Thank you, John. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, John, for calling. We appreciate it. We appreciate that call. And if you got a call, give us a call two six two one five six seven. And uh, so, yeah, so, some interesting things. I mean, I guess there's a couple different types of blocks right. that you have, and uh, I guess the application. You know, and your every situation is going to be a little bit different. Right. 
and, and that's the need for that. Well, he did, he did bring up a point about the bugs. Right. Now, do you have to termite spray your foundation? Well, which uh, under the gravel, uh, yeah, we we'll typically do that. We still, you still mm-hmm. do, right? And because I know that bugs, they they don't eat the styrofoam. I know mm-hmm. that. Right. I do know that I don't know about that type of styrofoam, but like Blueboard and Armax and products like that, they'll tunnel to it. Right. Correct. And you know they'll build their homes in it, but this is a total different product than those two. Well, uh, a lot of the <clears throat> applications. Uh, it would be a good idea to put a mechanical cap on top of the finished product. So let's say we're using a six inch block, that's roughly 12 inches, including the styrofoam. We'll take like a 16 inch piece of uh, galvanized flashing yeah. and we'll just bend the you know two, down, two inches down on either end and make a cap. Um, and then in just in 10 foot sections, we just cap it over the the block work just like standard framing practices right so if if the uh, if the termites were to uh, tunnel up through the styrofoam they have to tunnel out and up and then that's when you're you expose the little mud tunnels and you can see the evidence if there is uh, well if you've got a good stucco on it you're not going to get them anyhow exactly the only problem is that come under foundation and crawl space and probably come up but, but, but you know, again, you don't have a product that's really attracting them in. No, not at uh, all. You know, there's just not a wood product. It, it's right, gonna, right. This was, you know, the likelihood of that is, I mean, that that's in your favor. Right. Uh, not a warm and moist, chewy. Right. right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a controlled environment. You know, even they have to have water. They have to have water. water right. They have to have a, 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 a warmer temperature than normal, which now, you know, in the last 15 years, we've seen more termites in the mountains. I mean, when I was a young and we never you seen never any. You never saw mountains. any. Right. It's unheard of. And, you know, a lot of houses I've worked on uh, still has white plates on. You know. And well, back then you could. I mean, yeah, you could definitely do it. I don't think I, the first time I ever seen treated material was about 73, 74. And everything was white wood right. in the construction right. field. And things have changed. Yes, they have. <laughs> I mean, they've got for the better, believe it or not. But it does cost more. But there's there's a trade-off on each product, you know, on like what you're trying to accomplish. You're trying to cut down on your heat bill. Right. You're trying to cut down on electric bill, uh, block foundations. You have if you're going to st- frame up a wall on the inside, you got to leave, you know, four inches. You got to leave a half inch gap between your framing. Well, with this product, there is no framing in the walls. You know, the drywall, the wood, whatever whatever application you want to put on it will attach directly okay. to them. And that's because of the, the, the is it a gusset plate or the, the, the plastic plates that the you webbing. have? Yeah, the webbing. It's every eight inches. If you can imagine hidden behind the styrofoam, or the EPS rather, there's uh, every eight inches we have what would equal considered to be a stud. And uh, Logix has actually done withdrawal testing on that and uh, the screw uh, screwing into the nylon webbing actually has greater resistance to pull out than wood uh, as does uh, a nail yeah because in wood it doesn't you know a lot of times the screw goes through wood it actually cuts the wood, wood out exactly. instead right. of compressing it depends on the threads of it mm-hmm. and but that was that's that's what the field itself has changed because, like I said, getting back to the outside, everything had to be screwed on at one time. Right. And when I came in, well, it was just two weeks ago, and I went, wow, now you're using the air gun to, to do it. 
yeah. to apply your permalite to it, right? Well, let me ask you this. So I have an, a house with the existing uh, block wall, and I want to make an addition to it. Can I use your product in the addition? Can we marriage into that? Absolutely. Block wall? Definitely. Right on. So. Yeah, we would just, uh, we'd have to, wherever you want to tee into your, your existing wall, um, it, ideally, that would if it were a cinder block wall, it would be a poured solid cell. Right. And we could drill into that and epoxy um, uh, rebar out of your existing wall, and then that would bond into the poured wall that we would so we can do. we can take advantage i guess of this new technology and we don't, we're not stuck with with kind of what's already exactly. there right, yeah. right. Uh, that's a good point when you compare you got an existing house that is a cinder block and then you want to uh, utilize the logic system on your new area is um, one of the benefits we haven't really talked about is just comfort level we've talked about our value um, but comfort level if you've ever been in a basement that um, is cinder block um, you may f- kind of feel or sense that musty yeah. dampness, um, and that's non-existent. Yeah, you don't in, find that in logic right. in the logic's basement. I mean, I've actually been in a house that was, you know, a block house, and it, it was just not a comfortable house. I mean, the summertime, the sun hit down on it and would burn you up, and in the wintertime, it seemed like it never would warm up. Mm. Uh, you and that's my foundation. Uh, it's mine. <laughs> yeah, that's mine. That's the way mine is exactly. If I'd have knew about this when I built ours seven years ago, my whole house would have been out of it. Right. Well, mine's a brick house, so, and that brick gathers the heat in the summertime and gathers the cold in the wintertime, and it just, one of these days I'll have to insulate it because it was built with R11 in 1964, okay. and I guarantee you with the building practices, it's down to R5. Right. Probably even down to certain <laughs> places about R1, you know, because right. you can feel drafts even, or it feels like a draft coming through. Right. But I, that's the reason I, I totally agree with y'all on this product. The, the, each application of foundations has warrants what you want in your own well. Your, the old timer says, how much money you got in your pocketbook, son, is what, what you can afford to do. Right. Or the outlook. Let's, let's look at five, ten years down the road. What, what does this foundation accomplish for you? You know, And well, that's what people have to look at. You'll definitely reap the benefits with logics in heating and cooling. Well, that's, that's what this is all about is different ways of changing and what money you can save uh, and different trade-offs, you know, like the framing, like being able to add the stucco to the outside, the stone, and that's what's important. Well, listen, guys, we appreciate you coming on. Yes, sir. Uh, of course, tell us a little bit about yourself in the last couple of minutes here about how, how to get in touch with you and uh, your business. Like I said, we're Blue Ridge Supply and Millwork. We're... On, uh, we're 1636 Highway 421 South in Boone. Just below and, the new high school, yep. yep. We're right below it, uh, 264-6003. And you guys carry other products as well, oh, obviously. Yeah. Building supplies, yes, uh, sir. Full building supply. Yes, sir. Um, so. Craig, would you like to give us your phone number? <laughs> you want my shout-out, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, my company is the Structure Tech, Inc. Uh, I work uh, a lot through uh, Peanut and Blue Ridge Supply. My phone number is 828-455-8904, and uh, I do... Um, uh, consulting as well so if you want to do it yourself and then i can help you get started and just be there for you on the phone to answer some questions that's good all right and john did you get those numbers right down in case you have any questions for this gentleman hope that works out for you guys but we appreciate you coming on and uh we appreciate our sponsors blue ridge energy works and of course farmers rentals and power equipment and uh, we appreciate the listeners randy yes we uh, do. W- wouldn't have a show possible without them 
and uh, that's that's it. So, but uh, yeah, well, thanks guys for coming in, and Randy, Thank I guess we have it. yeah, we have more foundation uh, in the works for next week. Yeah, uh, like I say, we, we've tried to hit them all. Uh, we have Superior Walls coming next week to talk about their product, uh, and it's a, it's a total different line of foundations. You know, we're we're trying to hit them all. That's it. We even have a company going to be coming up shortly that actually does solid poured walls. Okay. That we got a hold of. That's what we was trying to do on 427. That didn't work out. So, turkey hunt. You know, turkey hunt. You can hunt after the show. That's it. They're still out in the middle of the day, right? All right. <laughs> but uh, no, we appreciate you gentlemen coming on your uh, your logic system, and uh, interesting little system. Uh, and go go check out the display, right? Yeah, exactly. That's Come by it. and see us. And don't y'all hold classes from time to time? We do. Uh, we'll get with you and let you know when the next one is. We're hoping to do one soon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because let, yeah. Let us know. We'll definitely get that. Would, that you, out. would you involve homeowners in that class? Definitely. Okay. We've had them before, haven't we? Yes. Have. Well, that's all right. If you'll uh, give us a holler, we sure will. We'll try to advertise it on the radio to let you know that the class is going to happen and. That way you can help everybody out and have an energy-efficient home. There you go. Well, we appreciate it. And uh, all about home construction. Randy? Thank you, Terry. Yeah, have a good week. Thank you, Greg. Thank, thank you, Peanut. You. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Have a good week. You did the same. All right, thank yeah. you. Thanks. We'll talk to you again next week. All about home construction. Thanks for listening to All About Home Construction. We air every week on Saturday mornings on WATA in Boone. Please like this podcast, comment, share it. Hey, let everybody know where you found it. Thanks for listening.